And welcome into Pod That with the Jarjua Brothers. I'm George. I got Sammy with me. What's up, Sam? What's happening? Today's podcast, as usual, we're going to talk our icebreakers, some umpires, UFOs, and moose or meese, whatever the plural is, and of course, the NBA. Uh, Sammy, take it from here. Well, of course, the NBA. And we did talk about some Sonics. Um, Alex Rodriguez, you know, possibly buying the Timberwolves, maybe moving them, maybe expansion. You never know. So a jam-packed NBA pod after we did some fun topics. So I'll be hopping on a plane now, George, to Scottsdale. As I say, at the end of the pod, you'll catch that. So I'm coming to see you. And uh, I'm going to be enjoying some sunshine with you this weekend and watching some NBA playoffs. And I'm excited. Well, while you enjoy that sunshine, y'all enjoy the pod. Peace. All right, and welcome into the show. As always, we start off with our icebreakers. What's up, Sam? Uh, I'm going to let you go off with the first icebreaker. For those who don't know what an icebreaker is, it's just breaking ice, starting off with a random conversation. So go ahead, Sam. You got well, the mic. Today, for those that listen to the pod, we do know that you know we do a lot of Seattle sports stuff, a lot of Seattle bias, just because you know there's a little twist on Seattle sports. We're, we're Seattle sports fans. And so I thought today I can bring up a little like icebreaker that has to do with the state of Washington or Seattle or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um, just to keep that theme rolling before we break up the podcast into pieces. So I was just on Como Four news and I saw that yesterday um, in Liberty Lake, which is a little bit East of Spokane, I 90 closed near Spokane by two moose on the loose. Now two moose on the loose. Two moose on wrote, the loose. The guy it, who wrote it, this headline was pretty excited to write that. Probably the two moose on the loose. Uh, Eight a.m. There was moose wandering with lanes of traffic. Um, when the troopers arrived, they found one—not one, but two moose on the loose—and uh, it it backed up traffic for over an hour for two miles of I ninety. And those that are from Washington, whether you're from Washington or not, actually I ninety runs all the way down to the East Coast, right to New all York, the way to I Boston. Think. Yeah, all the way to Boston. Okay, all the way down to Boston. I-90 is a very important road uh, for all states, I believe, or all wherever, all highways, whatever you want to call it. Interstates, that's what it is. I's interstate. Interstates, and yeah. I'd be pretty pissed if I got stuck in like an hour of traffic for two moose just On the not, just choosing to not get off the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there any backstory behind this? Like how they get the moose off the – like are you not – do you just – wait like what did there was there any yeah like it's weird to me and it's not oh, I i'm surprised it doesn't happen more often crews eventually were able to reopen the westbound lanes after the moose hid behind hid in bushes near the eastbound <laughs> lanes and then all lanes were finally reopened after the two moose flew the coop was i mean like fled the scene yeah they fled fled the scene of the crime yeah, because I mean, like, to be honest, let's just be real for a second, because I made this. This is a Seattle topic, but really, this is just a topic about moose cutting off a freeway. I don't think you can do anything, right? Like a trooper can't like go push a moose. I, I, I mean, you, I mean you, you, can try. you want to go try to push a moose? Like, go ahead. Well, I just don't know if it's safe a... either. Like, can you? Yeah, can't that's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're going to lose. The moose is going to win. Yeah. Well, like if it's a coyote, you can like take your car and not hit the coyote, but like kind of scoot forward and the coyote probably run off. Like a moose is large. You know, this, we're not talking like uh, a freaking small animal on the road. We're talking about a moose. No, no, we're talking about a whole moose. And the best part of all that, Sammy, and the most underrated part of his whole story was 
the moose that were on the loose, they decided to hide in a bush. Like uh, these these motherfuckers won't see me in the bush. <laughs> like yeah. you're a moose, dude. We know, <laughs> like like playing we're hide and go. We're going in the bush. We're going. In the bush. <laughs> we're, going, we're going in the bush, and then we'll come back on the I ninety. Poor moose, man. <laughs> like it kind of sucks. That kind of sucks. All right. Well, the last thing I was gonna say is it also. It's kind of it's kind of fitting. I mean, moose, Seattle Mariners moose. So it all it it, it plays a big role in my life. This moose story, <laughs> definitely. What you know? The, one last thing, though, underrated. So, moose are what? Um, if you want plural moose, it's just moose. One moose is just one moose. Why is it not meese? Because if you have goose, it's geese. I mean, that, that that's just for goose. There's other ones like duck, ducks. Yeah, with an or, S. Moose, meese, mooses. Only correct plural of moose is moose. Isn't that weird? So, like, why? Um, because it's from Native American language. Oh, okay. So it's not even a, the same American. plural ending it had in its original language. Language. Here, ask the question one more time. Say it again. <laughs> how right. you said it. <laughs> you got it. So I was wondering, why is it a plural of moose just moose, not, while the plural of goose is geese? Or a lot of other things is you add an S to it, right? Well, yeah, so, an S, yeah. So the answer from Grammarly.com, sometimes people add an S to moose, but that's incorrect. Moose derives from Algonquinian, a Native American language. It kept the same plural ending it has in the original language instead of adopting the normal S ending of most English plurals. So I think it's based on... It, honestly, it sounds like it's just basically based on history from, a, from the Anglo-Saxon times. Yeah, they just got the ancestry deal. Yeah. Well, that was a lot <laughs> well, Sammy, last thing. So I posted on the, my Instagram the other day, and I was like, all right, I love cactuses. And then I got a response. And what's the plural of cactuses? Cacti. Cacti, I had no idea. That's an easy one. No, I had no idea. So I, I mean, all right, what a real cacti. Yeah, obviously haven't done enough research on cactuses or cacti. No, the cacti. Right. So you just did it yourself. All right. So moving I did on. the answer though. I did know the answer. No, you did know the answer. All right, Sammy. So do you know who Joe West is? Uh, probably the most, I would say he's like the Joey Crawford, which is an NBA ref of MLB. He's like the most famous, well-known old man umpire. Yeah, not only the most old man, he has now umped the most games in Major League history. So Joe West was honored for setting the record for most games umpired in MLB history, and he received a bouquet of fake flowers from the San Diego Chicken at guarantee, Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago. But why does that happen? Uh, because Joe West actually requested that, Sammy. And, G and he said very, very um, seriously, there he is. If you don't like the San Diego chicken, you just don't like baseball. So he requested the San Diego chicken to give him a bouquet of flowers to honor him umping the most games in Major League history. Okay, and so it sounds like the uh, I had to Google San Diego chicken, which it's the, the San Diego chicken has performed at more than 520 San Diego Padre games in a row. Yep. Okay. Yes. Um, I, I, it's, it seems like it's not their mascot, but it's just like one of their side mascots. It looks like, right? Like, just yeah, it's like, it's just, a, it's their thing. <laughs> it's their thing. But my question is the biggest question for this was, um, did the, were they playing the Padres in, in Chicago? I don't believe they're playing the Padres either. That's they were playing the St. Louis Cardinals. So okay, so that's where it's interesting. <laughs> now I think if he if if they were playing the Padres, I'd understand. Totally, like, oh, I'll pick this funny mascot like of the team they're playing. So you're telling me he 
he asked him to fly to Chicago for a Chicago Cardinals game, a, a San Diego chicken mascot to give him the flowers. Yeah, I mean, the Chicago Cardinals don't exist, but yeah, for the St. Louis Cardinals versus the Chicago uh, yeah, that's what White I mean. Sox. Yeah, I know, but uh, yeah, so I just wonder, like, they had to ship the chicken suit, or maybe they don't even ship the chicken suit. They may have a, a guy. It's not the real chicken, right? Like, there's just a guy who wears a chicken mascot in Chicago, correct? Like, there's no way they actually flew the guy from San Diego with the chicken suit, had him put on the chicken suit, and do it in Chicago. Um. I can't answer that question. I, it all depends if he actually there's there's a couple options here. He might actually have a relationship with whoever that mascot is and actually ask him to fly out. True. So that's that's the thing. I hope there's the Padres weren't some, playing that night. A home game. Obviously something. There's obviously like who knows. I mean Joe. Uh, he's he was his name again. Joe. Uh, Joe West. Joe West has umpired over thousand five hundred games or five thousand mm-hmm. games. What was it? Um, I don't know. He broke the major league record, whatever that major league record is. Um, it's uh, five thousand three hundred games. Maybe that's his a lot first, of games. Yeah, maybe his first game was in San Diego. For all we know, or there's actually some meaning to it. I, I think if it was if his first game was actually in San Diego, or if he actually has a relationship with this dude, obviously, mm-hmm. obviously, it would. It, I think it'd be that actual dude that wears the chicken suit. But if if it was just to be funny, you're right. They probably just like sent over a suit. Yeah, they made me like Joe West a lot. Like it's like, all right, man, we want to honor you for the game. Like, what do you want? Uh, send me the San Diego chicken. Yeah, I, I wish I thought about this a little more. Like, why did that happen? But it is. It's a funny thing. And honestly, at the end of the day, I'll tell you why it happened. Why? All right, so very simple to me. This is my theory. He would go to the San Diego Padres game and umpire those games, right? And he'd sit there and watch the game, and he'd, the chicken would come out, do the chicken performance, and he was like, holy wow, shit, this chicken. chicken. I already know. No, 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 not eat chicken. Well, what does this have to do with eating chicken? He just fucking loved the chicken, and he's like, I love this chicken. So when it was time to break the major league umpire record, they're like, what's your favorite thing? <laughs> San Diego chicken's fucking dope. Send me the San Diego chicken. That's basically what it was. Probably. Um, yeah, it's very simple. Uh, there's, I I don't know. I have no idea because I've been reading articles as we're sitting here, and it's like Joe West had, uh, like there was like thirty different people from family and friends, and the Oak Ridge Boys singing the national anthem for him, and like which is a a group that I've never heard of, but I'm sure it's cool. And then like. It, then the last part of the article is like, and then what baffled the Cardinals announcers the most is that the San Diego chicken came out. So maybe he was trying to be funny. But I think at the end of the day, despite this being a funny story, it's pretty crazy that Joe West, I just looked up, he's 69 years old, and he yeah. is umpired over 5,000 games. That's pretty that's, remarkable. That's pretty remarkable. And, you know, uh, last thing about this, it is kind of crazy. If you go, if you probably went to that Chicago Cub, uh, Chicago uh, White Sox versus Cardinals game, and you see all this like festivities going on for the umpire. You have no idea. It's like Joe West's biggest day of his life. He just broke the major league record for most games uh, umped in history. And both of the people and the fans are probably like, what the fuck is going on? It's so weird. Like the significance to, to one person, what is going on and what's so unsignificant to other people. If you showed up at that game, Sammy, you probably had no idea before the game that Joe West is breaking the record. Well, here you go. Um, 
on USA Today. What did you expect? Joe S. Booed as he sets record with <laughs> 5,376 game as umpire and his friend James Bond, great name, said, uh, well, <laughs> what did you expect? feels so fake. It says, James says James Bond is childhood friend from North Carolina. So what did you expect? It's emotional for all of us, but not for the fans or the players. So it sounds like even his, like, his friends are like, dude, the fans and players don't give a damn. Like, you know what else they said? What else did they Anyone else name even five umpires? Like, how about three? Anyone other than Joe? He's got to be the most famous umpire in history, which is true. What's that one guy that everyone hates? Angel Hernandez? I don't know if that's his name, but like, see, that's that's the point. Yeah, no, no I know that's just funny though, man, because this video just this like story sounds faker and faker as it goes, and it's real. It doesn't sound fake at all. When you drop the word, his friend James Bond said, "What do you expect?" <laughs> I mean, classic white name. He probably was born during the James Bond era, and his last true, name was Bond, and his dad was probably like, "We're going with James." <laughs> yeah, and the mom is like, "No, we're not," and the dad's like. Yeah, we yeah, are. We're yeah. going to James. I mean, right. do you want to hear how classic names his friends are? Yeah, let's do it. James Bond, Joey Moore, Russell Smith, and Tommy Durham. <laughs> Tommy all grew Durham. up with... Okay, and George, all grew up with Joe West. Right? Like, it's, is, I mean, it's Greensville, North Carolina. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the starting like, five of the varsity basketball team, class of 56. That's what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's Greensville, North Carolina, and he's 60, 70 years old. I mean, it's, it's probably probably wasn't the most diverse uh, <laughs> group of friends of all time. Yeah. No, absolutely. At all. All right. Well, last icebreaker. We'll make this one quick, Sammy. Do you believe in UFOs? Um. I don't know if I necessarily believe like the ones that we're seeing are UFOs, you know, like out in the people always are posting. I saw a UFO, but and I don't know what I necessarily believe in, but I will say this just to answer your question before you tell this story or icebreaker is I did take an astronomy class once at Bellevue college. um, And it's in the, what's it called? The observatory. And we did the, is is it planetarium? I think it's observatory. Because okay. like there's the Griffith Observatory in LA, so I think it's called True. Observatory. Um, and there was like a 3D model of like showing the universe. And the one time I ever realized that like the Milky Way, when you come out of the Milky Way, all the planets were in, that there's infinity amount of galaxies. I I do hundred percent without a doubt believe something like UFOs or aliens or whatever it may be, whether it's the ones we see or not do exist so my answer is yes but like i agree how much can i believe the ones that like oh we saw that light yesterday i don't know okay well um i guess in case you know this sports on tap doesn't work out sammy and this podcast doesn't work out i think we found a replacement for neil degrassi uh as the world's best astronomer all right so i I, sorry that joke didn't land with me i didn't get it do you know who neil degrassi is yes He's an astronomer, correct? Astro- I can't even speak English. Yes. I'm saying if this doesn't work out, you can replace him. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah, Thank you. Because right. I told you about the galaxies. <laughs> yeah. Because okay. yeah. I was like, I was like, all right. I was like, that was the story. He's, is he quitting? Yeah. <laughs> no. I, and I have a really good icebreaker for next time already that just popped up next to this UFO one. But I'm going to leave it for next time. All right, Sammy. But um, so a filmmaker who leaked footage of UFOs harassing a warship off the coast of California in 2019 released new radar footage Thursday that shows the USS Omaha, which is a Navy ship, being swarmed 
by a group of unidentified flying objects on July 15th, 2019 off the coast of North Carolina. This video is on the internet today. He released it today and people are losing their shit because uh, there is something swarming the ship. Could it be a, just lighting? Could it have been fake? Or is it what we all really know it is? It's aliens. Um, I haven't seen the video, so... Um hard for me to comment on but uh, my, my issue these days in all honesty are um th first of all things can be easily edited number one number two is like we don't know what it is right like i wish True. trust me if i if i see a video that's like a, a clear ass ufo i'll believe it i'm not saying i'm like one of those people that if i see it i'm gonna be like no right. like but well I gotta stop to you there for, for me, a second. It has to be clear as hell. Yeah, that, that's where I want to stop you because I, I, in a way, I do agree with you here because you made a good point. First of all, we all have this thing in my hand called a smartphone, right? It shoots in 4K. Everyone has a 4K camera. How the hell is every single UFO footage being found these days? The most grainy footage that looks like it was released from 1936. Yeah, and it's it's. Oh, sorry, I have some volume on. I was trying to watch this video. Yeah, I mean, like, it's I, grainy. I, I don't even know what I'm watching. I'm watching <laughs> exactly. This is just radar footage, too. So, okay. Yeah. I, it, I, no I no one on the go, ship took their phone out? Yeah, that's where I have difficulty, like, understanding if it's possibly true or no. Um, I'm going to go with no again, but, you know, I'm there's going to be a video playing over this. If you're watch, If you're listening to this on audio, you won't see it, but if you watch this on YouTube or on a TikTok or something, you know, on our Twitter, you'll see a video. I'll play it over the screen and you guys, you know, you guys tell us what you think, or you can just search the story. It's going to be on the sports on tap.com. If you're listening to our podcast, it'll be up by the weekend. So you can go check out the video. We'll put it in there and you guys let us know what you think, because I, I do think it's interesting. There's, there's a lot of cases that you could explain to me that I'd be like, okay, maybe you're right. UFOs do exist or it was a UFO, but there's also a lot of pessimism because like you said, until I see one that's clear, right? Like, okay, if a UFO was fucking 50 feet from you, like, take out your iPhone. Yeah, and not just that. Like, okay, so the only time I've ever seen UFO footage is in the middle of nowhere, off of Navy ships in the middle of an ocean, and in grading footage. Like, it's never once happened to, like, fly around New York City in the middle of a day with someone who has an iPhone on them. Yeah, because to be honest, like aliens, if they really do exist and they're flying UFOs, okay? Yeah, yeah. They'd be interested in New York more than yeah, uh, if, And also, they're like, if they're, that means they're smart. If they're flying a fucking UFO, they're not just going to go sit in the middle of the <laughs> ocean, number one. And number two is, if they didn't want to be caught, they would also not even go to just the ocean and be like, oops, the Navy caught me. Yeah, right, right? oops, like, my bad. Yeah, like so. I don't know. I want to believe in UFOs. I think it's interesting as hell. But I think no, I totally believe in them. I just don't know if the ones we've seen on footage, like you said earlier, are real. What's the abbreviation for UFO? Like what is that? Un unidentified flying object. Okay, so obviously so technically I've... anything can be a UFO. Yeah. Like if I so yeah, I believe in that UFOs, so that, but I don't know. That's where, uh, yes, obviously I believe in some unidentified objects, but like 
we're talking aliens basically yeah right? I, I mean i don't i don't care if like if i threw something off a building and someone couldn't identify <laughs> sammy Zarjur's drone is the unidentified object <laughs> like in the middle of, in the middle of seattle somebody sees something and it's just me fucking flying a drone like that doesn't yeah. count so yeah, yeah I, I believe in it i'm not saying that i believe this one because i haven't seen the footage clear enough yet and um i don't know if we actually would have a real ufo with aliens Mm-hmm. like visible in america at this point in time but i do believe they're out there somewhere all right i agree with you there all right sam should we move on to some nba topics i know the the nba is going pretty wild right now and you know we talked about ufos and i want to start off with something uh we talked about new york right i said a ufo would land in new york and if a ufo landed on new york i think the first place they i suggest them to go right now is madison square garden yeah, and that that's why it's a perfect destination for a guy that might be considered a robot alien-like like Kawhi Leonard. Speaking of UFOs, he kind of fits that mold. If there was a player in the NBA with like a Men in Black situation where he was actually an alien and just is on Earth, it is Kawhi Leonard, 100%. That's true. He, like, he's like the Mark Zuckerberg of the, NF, of the NBA. <laughs> yeah, he is. You know what I mean? Like the odd personality. By the way... Before you move on to basketball, this is just a good point that you said that. Did you see that video of Mark Zuckerberg that was like, I was a human? I mean, I am. No, I have not seen that video of Mark Zuckerberg talking Should about Should I play it on the podcast? I think this sure. reminds me of I mean, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> you haven't seen that? I have not seen that video of Mark Zuckerberg. I got to be careful what we say about Mark Zuckerberg. We do a lot of Facebook ads, and I'm scared of shit from him. There's like, I, I, I am fearful of this man, so... But it, it was it was some odd video where he was like, uh, I was a human. I mean, I am. Oh, conspiracy so, theory. I mean, he said it and then he started laughing, thought it was all funny and shit. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if that was that funny. Like, that, that sounded yeah. pretty serious. Yeah, he's a weirdo, man. Like, Mark Zuckerberg, do you see that one where he's like... Um, jet skiing and he has like the sunscreen on his face and it just looks so awkward i did not see that but i will show you this video of mark zuckerberg all right let's see and it will be able to be heard on the podcast and on the screen and then we're just doing this to Kawhi to compare it to Kawhi. mark don't you know don't shut us down whatever you can do yeah please all right um you pulled it up to see it But it is going to bother you because you're human. And, and I was human. I am human. But I was just referring to myself in the past. Um, not that I was not human. That's kind of weird. <laughs> well, to be as ruthless as he is in the way he's like copies everything and the way he talked to Congress, I don't think he's human either. That's why like he gets away with so much shit. He's probably like, you know, if they do try to arrest me one day or do something, I'll just go back to Planet X. You have to admit that is kind of weird. I was. That is weird. I mean, I am human. And then he licks his lips and is like, um, I was talking to myself in the past. Uh-huh. But the guy who made the video is kind of weird. Like when he put a lizard, like we know he's not a lizard. No, he did that to copy the lick lipping. No, I know, I know. But like it implied to me, like, oh, is he a dinosaur? No, that's not what the point was. The point was the lick lipping. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Anyway, George, back to Kawhi. There's reason you're not making these YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. Back, back to Kawhi. Um, so are you saying if the Clippers, I mean, this is kind of a, first of all, Madison Square Garden is bumping right now, as we all see. Um, you're saying if the Clippers do lose the series, that 
Kawhi Leonard could possibly one out of LA and go to New York? I mean, why would he not? I, I can give you day, a few reasons. What? I can give you a few reasons why he would not. We can say LA. Okay. Cause the weather he's going to, he moved to LA purposely cause he's from there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, isn't Madison Square Garden seem like the type of place that needs like an energetic guy who would pump up the crowd? Like I, I could see it, like them like just be like, this guy's way too stoic for us. They want some energy, some emotion. Nope, not necessary. They don't give a shit. You know what the Knicks want? They want winning. The problem well, of course. is, to me, is the coach. Um, Tom Thibodeau is a you play 45 he plays derrick rose 45 minutes a game like yep. which just scares me like because i'm worried any minute derrick rose can get hurt you you have tom thibodeau who forces players to play while Kawhi True. on an average tuesday is going to want to play 12 minutes or not play at all and that's not going to fly in that locker room with a tom thibodeau now that's where what's the reason I almost feel like Kawhi's stuck, and the reason we're talking about this obvious two reasons. We we can talk about this Knicks Hawk series because it's just fun, right? The mm-hmm. mass square of gardens bumping. But let's get to that next because first part was really Kawhi. Obviously, they're down 2-0 to the Mavs. And if the Mavs win tonight, it's over, right? I mean, like nobody's right. ever come back from 3-0. So it's over. And you had this two-year experiment with him and Paul George. It's been a complete failure. Now, the two places that I've like, heard a lot about Kawhi is New York and Miami. Mm-hmm. I can but see the Miami. Reason, the reason I don't think he fits there either, and this is where I'm getting to, is you have Tom Thibodeau in New York who's like, you play, you play, you play. Like, There's no bullshit. And then I know George mocks the heat culture, but it's a real thing like in the sense of like the commitment part. Like, I don't think playing with a guy like Jimmy Butler and the heat culture, whatever it is, whether it's working or not right now, I just don't know if the whole, like, I'm going to try for seven games a year thing really work. Like with a Jimmy Butler and the way that that franchise is, I know they'll take Kawhi over Jimmy Butler. I was going to say like the the heat culture is winning games, but like, that's not the point. Like at the end of the day, the point is like, I just don't see the fit. I mean, I think Pat Riley and LeBron even almost had a little bit of like a headbutt. I think Kawhi would be even worse. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Here's my th- reason why. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he stays with the Clippers. I think Paul George is the odd man out, and Ty Lue is the second odd man out. But um, One year? Huh? One year? <laughs> One year, yeah. I mean, uh, the only way Ty Lue wins championships or does anything great in the coaching level is with LeBron James. But the reason I think – look, Shaq went to Miami – and when I mock the Heat culture, I don't think the Heat are a bad culture. I just think every team has a culture. It's not, you know what the Heat culture is, Sammy? The Heat culture is that they won a championship when they traded for Shaq and teamed him up with D Wade. And they won championships when they had LeBron, Bosch, and Wade. And then, and then they went to the NBA finals last year in the bubble at the year after they signed Jimmy Butler to a max contract. So if they signed Kawhi Leonard, it fits the Heat culture. The Heat culture is signing big names. It's superstar. It's Miami. It's not that gritty and tough. Let me tell you that Shaq um by the way was the type of guy who would play 45 50 games and take nights off I think the heat culture is about winning that's why I kind of mock it I think it's just a winning culture because it's not about like oh we grind and we play defense so you got Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero shooting threes and it's a it's Miami it's a fun city I think that's what the culture is stars and fun city but I I actually think Kawhi to be honest with you I think he's stuck like you said I don't think he goes to New York. I don't think he fits with Thibodeau. I think my Miami feels like a 
almost like a uh, what is, horizontal move. I don't think they win an NBA championship. I kind of feel like it's the Clippers and just try to build around him, but they need a clean house. I don't. I don't know what. To, I don't know what to do. He's not a leader, obviously. I think that's what we've come to find out. Here's the thing. He's not a leader, but and Paul George is not a number two that you can win a championship with. I get they won a championship with Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard, but Kawhi, but Kyle Lowry is actually a leader in Toronto, yep. and they had a lot of pieces, and they had kind of like the momentum going their way. I think Kawhi is a big momentum guy as well. Um, mm-hmm. You can see that. I mean, like, not many teams blow 3-1 leads. And last year, it seemed like right when Denver stepped on their throat for one minute in the in the second round, they kind of stepped back. You know, Kawhi and Paul George are those kind of guys a little bit. Momentum-based players. Paul George has been awful in the playoffs recently. But, you know, why... I guess, for me, it's a quick discussion because at the end of the day, I think I agree with you. I think he's stuck. Um, yeah. And I think he's stuck because of a couple of those reasons, like you said, Maybe it's a lateral move. So would New York, technically, probably. Yeah, I mean, technically, yeah. Um, lateral moves. Um, I don't think the coaching fit or the culture fits are Kawhi Leonard. So at the end of the day, whether he wins this round, which is a part that we're kind of ignoring, is he could go win two in Dallas. Oh, right yeah, now. totally. But they're not winning the whole new combo, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think they're looking so, for an NBA championship. Yeah, but I'm just saying, uh, at the end of the day, they can go come back in this series. But I think yes. we're talking about this in the sense that if they do lose... It's going to be very interesting to see, you know, what other moves does he have? And I don't think there is any, unless he really wants to pull a super team and, and switch jerseys in the same arena and like join the Lakers, which I don't yeah, think he would do. But I don't but, think so either, but I mean that you're right. That is an option. But I, I also didn't think he's the first superstar in I think ever, right? We've, I think we talked about this once that won a championship, won finals MVP and was not on the same team the next year. Right in history, unless you, no, no, outside of retirement, outside of retirement. So yeah, but change yeah. teams. He's the first one, yeah. so nothing's out of the cards with him. <laughs> so I have one dark horse team, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it would be very interesting. It's the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors, and because they're the ones with assets that could trade if the Clippers are trying to clean house, they could send them Wiseman. They can send them Wiggins' contract, which is not doesn't have that many years left on it. They could do a sign and trade uh, with them, and they can send them that Minnesota's first round pick and uh, and a future first. So it'd be like three first round picks, Wiggins, Wiseman for sign and trade for Kawhi. I don't, I don't see it happening. I'm just throwing it out there as a dark horse. Yeah, I think the only reason it could possibly happen is. If you're Kawhi Leonard, you look at the situation in Golden State. There, there could be a star, whoever it is. I think there's a couple free agents. Mm-hmm. This, I think there's a decent list of free agents this this offseason. Oh, I believe so. Yes. Um, and you look at that Golden State situation. You're like, wow, look how Steph played this year. Draymond's a utility guy, and you have Clay Thompson coming back. Like a star joins there, you become the Brooklyn Nets as well, or the old Warriors. Yeah, not the same with that with you know KD obviously, but right. It's a it's a, it's a situation possible. where you're, you're you're the second best team to the Lakers, if not the best team, if LeBron slows down a little bit. Yeah, it's intriguing, but I don't see it happening. Kawhi's staying. They're building a new stadium, and he's going to, you know, it's going to, I think it's just a bad luck franchise, but I think, you know, the, 
he's going to get out of the first or second round next year or whatever. Like it, it's not like it's over for the, the franchise. Completely. No, no, no. But it feels stale, right? Like it doesn't feel yeah. like they're going to go and win an NBA championship, but, uh, but I do want to talk about Luca because what Luca's yeah. doing is in that series, what he's doing to Kawhi. And I mean, last game, what was it? Ty Lue was like, you guys are going to see what you want with Kawhi guarding Luca. And Luca was like, Oh, okay. I'll just play even better this time. Like, yeah, it was one of those games where it was literally like you could tell Kawhi's like, I'm not losing this game. Kawhi yeah. wouldn't lose. Like he refused to lose. But Luca was like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm even I'm yeah. even want to lose less. Like there, th- it was so competitive. And Luca, man, what? He's 22? 23. 23? Are you sure? 23, 22, whatever that it is. God, man. I mean, how? what's the ceiling here? He is 22. What's the ceiling? This is unbelievable. If you actually Luka think Bunch about was this, born in fucking nineteen ninety nine. He's pretty young, dude. That sounds childish. <laughs> that sounds so. so I'm not young. that old myself. I'm twenty seven, so like I'm not that old. But like that just sounds young. Nineteen ninety nine. I know, man. Um, yeah, it, it, there's, there's, he's, he, he is the best, maybe the best. 22 year old we've ever seen because he's Give already magic Johnson LeBron in the playoffs at 22 as long as he wins this series because LeBron at 22 was the year I believe that he took the Cavs to the finals I don't believe so or no 2007 was he 22 yeah look seven he went to the Eastern Conference Finals I think against you got to look it up because I think I read some stuff it was like the only 22 year old to ever put up stats like this in the playoffs was Magic Johnson but I could be wrong. And, and LeBron James. LeBron came in the league in uh yeah, You forget LeBron was 18 when he came into the league. Yeah, yeah but exactly. I mean, Okay, so, so all, right, all right. Well, forget it. It doesn't matter the age, right? Here we go. We said. No, be- because this is important. I mean, like, for me, LeBron was... LeBron in the playoffs was when he was 22 was 2006-2007. He averaged... Not as crazy as Luca. He averaged 25, 8, and 8. But that year, they played 20 games. So how many rounds did they go then? Um, that means they went a couple rounds. So yeah. I, I know but, but, I, I read something that basically... Um, well, here, here's the thing. Seven playoffs. They did yeah. go to the finals. Okay. They got, they got awesome. But okay, so LeBron went, LeBron went to the finals. Great. Okay, but you're saying something very important here. LeBron, Magic Johnson, and Luka Doncic are the only three 22-year-olds to ever do this. So is his ceiling that high? Is it? Yeah. Those are two top five players of all time. Yes, but my point, the reason that was important to me is because statistically he's outperforming LeBron at at 22 age. Like he's averaging, it's only been, what, two games, but he's he's like 35 a game right now. Um, The difference is LeBron found a way. I, I, I think I heard this on Bill Simmons' podcast. LeBron magically found a way to somehow be in the NBA Finals. They got swept by the Spurs, but that run is pretty crazy for a 22 year old. Oh, He's yeah. saying this happens randomly, right? Like Tim Duncan, I think, won a championship. That's another guy we're missing. Tim Duncan won a championship at 22 or 23. Okay, another top 10 player of all yeah. time. <laughs> it was Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, because Kobe was Shaq, was on his third or fourth year. He was 22. Yeah. Magic Johnson, LeBron James. Can Luca be the the next one? And the one thing with Luca and LeBron that are different than those guys. So other guys had David Robinson, Shaq, Magic had his team. LeBron Kareem, did it yeah. by himself, and Luca's kind of doing it by himself. His ceiling is, I think, LeBron James status. And that's where So you're saying his 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 ceiling is to challenge to become the greatest basketball player of all time. 
top five. That, 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 that seal, we're talking ceiling now. Like. Yeah, I mean, like we're talking also like when I say ceiling, I, I don't necessarily mean, know if that means he's gonna like he could get the no. That, that's, yeah, that's what the ceiling means. Like your absolute best case scenario ever. Yeah, but then yes, because he's pushing it right now. I mean, like at twenty two, yeah. if you're doing what LeBron, Magic, Kobe, Duncan did, um, you are pushing that limit but that, does that mean i think he's gonna get there probably not he's probably no. gonna be a little bit less but i mean to be 22 and be lighting up the playoffs the way he is and it's not just lighting it up it's that he's lighting up the clippers right who's yeah. a team that's supposed to contend for the finals and if he beats them can he beat the jazz or grizzlies yeah he sure can yes, he's going to yeah if he gets to the western conference finals um it's almost as comparable to when LeBron led the Cavs to the finals in 07 to me. I, I pretty comparable. If he loses to LeBron in the Western conference finals, like cool, a great season. Yeah. Like h- how it, it like, I don't know what he's doing is pretty remarkable. He's obviously awful on defense, but it doesn't matter in this generation. That's the one big difference between those other guys we named probably. Um, and what he's doing is just, it's magic. I mean, like I, I can't, Actually, it's Luca. Magic was on the Lakers. Magical, <laughs> magical, and it is. But it is kind of Magic Johnson yeah. status too. Yeah, I think he had a triple double other game. I think he had like thirty seven nine and ten. Like, but you do have to. And I'm a Luca guy. Like you said, his stats were better than LeBron. If you translate LeBron's stats to the way the games played today, maybe he would average the same stats. LeBron would average. 40 like from that early 2000s with yeah like, so like but no, but it's still, I'm not taking way. away yeah I'm not yeah. taking anything away from Luca obviously who his only flaw is he doesn't have a nickname yet and he we, he needs to get a good one yeah I, I don't know the Lucas aren't I mean nicknames aren't the most important thing I know you can't go like you could go like Luke's like you know Luke Luca Skywalker but he's so unathletic that wouldn't make any sense He's also he doesn't strike me as like a European. He doesn't strike me as a Star Wars guy. I know. I don't know they what say it is. That his nickname on Basketball Reference, by the way. You know how they do the nicknames? Oh yeah. <laughs> See what the Matador, El Matador, Cool Hand, The Don, Wonder Boy, El Nino, Maravilla, Swaggy L, Luca Legend, and Too Easy. I can, okay, I like El Nino kind of like the boy, but because he played in Real Madrid over El there. El Matador, I like that. El, Ma- El Matador, <laughs> but you know what? It really it's Luca Legend. Yeah, Luca Legend, or like I call him Luca Magic. That's why I like that. I like Luca Magic. I think we're we're gonna have to keep going with that one. Luca Magic. He really was twenty one during the season this year. I know it's unbelievable. Twenty seven, eight, and eight point six. And the cool thing with him is like. In these last two seasons, as good as he's been in the regular season, he's even been better in the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing to be honest. But I love it. I I, I bet uh, forty five dollars on the Mavericks tonight. Um, <laughs> just nice. to let you know, I had some free play money at BetS BetS. What is it? BetS BetS dot us BetS dot com. BetS dot com. You can use a promo code the Sports on Tap, all one word. And uh, you get a hundred percent bonus. So whatever you put in, you get the money matched in free play. I used some of my free play. I had forty five dollars left in free play today, and uh, cool. I put it all on the Mavericks because I really think they're. I think they deflated the Clippers, and I think it. I think the series is over. No, I, I totally agree. Uh, one thing I did want to bring up, Sammy, because everyone's going to bring it up. What do you think of the whole entire fans' incidents here in the last few days? I guess the fan threw the uh, popcorn at Russ. 
a fan tried to spit on uh, Trey Young, miss almost hit 50 cent. I made a joke on TikTok that said, "Good thing he didn't hit 50 cent, or you know, it would have been get spit or die trying." And um, in general, what do you think of all this? Like, I, I, ha- I have some thoughts that obviously I don't like what the fans do, right? I mean, it's horrible. You can't do that shit. But at the same time, for LeBron, be like, "All right, man." You got to release his name. I'm like, LeBron, what? So he gets fired from his job and like, and he's getting banned already. If you they want to press charges, they could. Like, do we really have to release his name, LeBron? Like, do you really need that? No, but LeBron kind of backpedaled. Uh, if you watch his press conferences, he kind of. Yeah, I didn't climbed, say it. He, he, he kind of hit him with the like, the league's doing enough to protect us. They just got to continue to do it. Yeah. He's like, and I love when fans heckle. He's like, throw some cuss words at me. He's like, we play better when fans are mean, like say mean things. Like just don't do anything. That's like spitting on humans or throwing things at us or being racial or anything yeah, being like racial. that. So there's three fan incidents this week. Um, and all three have been banned and I'm going to break down each one for a second because oh, I like it, the breakdown. Russell Westbrook got popcorn thrown on him. Um, I do think the fans should be kicked out of the arena. I think it's a little bit of an over exaggeration of how big of a deal it is. Yeah, I agree. Um, it would it would have been a bigger deal if Russ went into the stands and punched him and being popcorn thrown on. Yeah, but I just think it's not that big of a deal. because It's a big deal, actually. Don't get me wrong. That fan should not be allowed in the stadium, but I don't think it was worth the like all the anger and the newsworthiness. Like mm-hmm. me personally, if I had popcorn thrown at me at a game, I'd probably like I'd probably do the jackass move and like walk out of the tunnel and be like, I I probably do the jackass. I, my move would totally be to grab some of the popcorn, eat it, and then walk off. And like flick them off. And flick them off. Yeah. yeah just, you know. Um, the spit on Trey Young. Trey Young didn't see it until after the game, obviously. Um, that is a big deal. You know, that's, disgu- that's disgusting, yeah. too. You don't spit on humans, whether it's over anger, sports, what, like that one's just like almost to the inhumane part. Like, yeah, I, I know agree. it's not dangerous to spit on somebody, but we also. I'm not I'm not the big pandemic guy like that sounds stupid but you know what I mean like I'm not like always talking about the pandemic and coronavirus but like oh yeah we, yeah. we did just that. allow fans back in you're supposed to be wearing masks and shit and like like yep I don't care if people are wearing their masks or not if you're vaccinated or if you're comfortable not wearing a mask that's just my opinion it's a, mm-hmm. a lot of people see it differently but like if anything like we just got allowed back into stadiums and you're supposed to be wearing masks, the last thing you should do be doing is spitting on others, like spitting on people, you know, spreading whatever spread, forget coronavirus. Even if you just had like a common cold and you spit on someone, it could be contagious, you know, like no, totally it's just kind of gross to a human level. No, no, absolutely. I, I that, that one I was much more offended by. Um, but once again, I, it could have been a lot worse if it hit him. If he saw it, like you just don't want people, you really don't want things to escalate. But uh, what's the third? Is, is it the Utah jazz one? I think I heard something about it. Yeah. Um, the Utah jazz banned, I think a fan or two um, for what was said to John Moran's parents. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because John Moran's parents had like a cool experience. I don't know if you saw this video too, of like his dad met these two fans and they like these aren't the guys who are racial but like they sat next to john moran's dad and they were like the fans bought his dad beer and they were like he was like oh "Oh, what kind of ipa is this and it was like a cool experience but then later in the game john moran's dad yes there is uh, alcohol in utah huh 
I just want to make sure people know there is alcohol in Utah, yeah, despite right. the rumors. Uh, Run's dad, T, his name's T-E-E, told ESPN that one of the band jazz fans said to him, I'll put a nickel in your back and watch you dance, boy. That's pretty bad. That's horrible. That's, that's horrible. where that's not even like going after a player. That's going after a player's dad. Then another made a sexually explicit remark to Jaw's mom, Jamie, saying, Shut the fuck up, bitch. I don't know why I stick sexually, but that's, maybe they said something more. The maybe word. they said something more, but yeah. yeah. No, that you can't do that. Yeah. So this one I actually agree with too. Um, like the shut the fuck up part, I actually don't think it's that bad. I don't know what else they said to his mom, but uh, first of all, don't talk to somebody's mom like that. Number one. Number two. The one to his dad, like, I'll put a nickel in your back and watch you dance, boy. That's like, obviously, like, a racial thing. That's obviously, like, trying to be, you know, that that's obvious. That That's very, <laughs> sounds very Utah. <laughs> yeah. You know, no my thing, you. yeah, well, two things. One, look, no matter what happens, these incidents, no matter how much you protect the players, no matter what you do, they're going to happen forever. As long as fans are at games, we're going to have incidences. It's, it's just going to happen, and, and it's unfortunate. Second of all, heckling, there was a point, right? Like I think we're all there. Like Now you go to a game, you probably don't heckle. You When you were probably 16, you heckle. What kind of like gets me weirded out is the amount of older people who heckle. Like It kind of is weird. Um, yeah, it is weird. I feel like I thought it was cool when I was like a kid. Uh, yeah. Cause you're kind of, you're joking. You're a kid. You're, you're passionate and you're like 14 yelling at a 25 year old. He's like older and you're just like kind of heckling. Right. But when you're like yeah. 25, like, like 49 and yelling at a 21 year old John Morant, it, like, dude, you're fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. It hits different when you're like older, like, and it's not cool. Like, even me when I was younger, I thought it was cool to like heckle refs. Like you're blind. You can't <laughs> see. Like it is funny sometimes, like once in a while, but if you overdo it, it's also kind of like like stop being that douche, you know? Yeah. Like you know, Bo <laughs> uh, the sorry, I had to do it, Bo. I would like to see people heckle more in the old fashioned sense. Like I they used to have a guy who who he what I was, I think, a sophomore, and he was a senior on the varsity team. And he used to like yell during the JV game at the players, like, "You need a suitcase to travel a little more." Like the most, like the no, most. I like stuff like that. That's what I'm I saying. Know. I think those are funny. Like, are you blind? Like, it's right. funny if you say it like in like, a joking, very joking, not even joking, but just like you hit it when it matters, right? Like, I think, like, I think it hits in certain parts. Even kind of that's what I was saying with LeBron's quote. He was like. Heckle us, call me names, say say mean things. Like, but like, as long as there's a humane level, if you're saying you need a traveling case, or like, you know, my varsity team in uh, high school used to rattle the keys when we're beating yeah. the team, like drive home, right? Like, it, well, you the funny. team didn't actually do it, the fans. That'd be fans, kind of you know. The, the, Imagine the if fans, a team did that. Section used to <laughs> rattle keys to the other team, like you know, like. Pack your bag and go home. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And even if they did that in professional sports, it's cool. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I might not be doing it. Like I like I've kind of changed my sporting experience where I just sit there and actually enjoy watching the game. But I remember when I was little, I used to heckle people, like, yeah, you suck. You know, yeah, but now I fine. feel yeah. Don't yeah, be racist and don't spit on people. How about that? Yeah, yeah don't spit on people. Thank you. All right. La last but not least, Sammy, I kind of want to just Okay, yeah, you think that time out because you said something. I wanted to say one word about just yeah. a, a uh, personal a personal, this is a personal moment for me. Okay. Okay. First of all, 
I've become huge fans over this playoffs of John Morant and Trey Young, two guys involved in the incident. Mm-hmm. Like two guys that I have completely, as of right now, things can change, have changed my mind on. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, coming into the playoffs, I was like, John Morant, what is this? Like uh, bro, poor man's Russell Westbrook. I think he's going to have a not better career, maybe no MVP, but like I think he's a better, better product to watch than Russell Westbrook, so to say. He plays and, hard. Yeah, and Trey Young, I thought was a poor man, Steph Curry. They're not, and he is a poor man, Steph Curry, but I thought it's like crappy to watch. Trey Young, I don't know what it is, but over these last two games at MSG, the like shushing the crowd, the mm-hmm. like see you in the A after the game, like I, I love that he like wears Atlanta on his chest. Like he actually yeah. loves Atlanta. Like I know he has a, he has two dogs. I saw this on his TikTok yesterday. They're named Sooner, like for, or no, so they're named Norman. For like uh, Norman, uh, Oklahoma, Norman, Oklahoma, and they're called in the other dogs called Lanta. So like, I like he's that. big, and every video he'll be like, "Shout out Lanta, shout out Norman." Like he's big on, he's big on the A. I'm buying, as you can see behind me. I have a, you'll see it in my Amazon card, George. But I have a LeBron James, Gary Payton. I have the Office, uh, Bugs Bunny, no, uh, Lola Bunny, Funko Pop. My next Funko Pop that's going behind me in a week mm-hmm. is going to be a Trey Young. And I've become That's a fan cool. of him. I like his attitude. I like the way he plays the game. And I actually think he's a winner. I don't know if he'll win a championship, but based what I've seen, the way he's a badass in MSG, if you can be a badass in MSG, you kind of got my like respect. You got your respect. All right. Well, one thing I do want to tell, uh, I- I'll-, I'll tell you to wait on that Funko on Trey Young until the- he finds a fucking barber, gets a nicer haircut, and then you can release it better. Than I'm not a fan of the talking about Trey Young's hair thing. Personally. Oh, my God. Everybody talks about Trey Young's hair, and I think he does it on purpose. I think it's like the Anthony Davis unibrow. Thing. I don't think it's on purpose. I, he, he's losing hair at a young age. Like That's what it is. No, it's a, it's a bad haircut. You can buzz it. It's a bad haircut. It's a bad hairstyle. Maybe a bad hairstyle, but I think he's also losing hair. All right. I, I mean, a lot of people lose hair. It's, there's a lot worse things. People made fun of LeBron's hairlines for hairline for years. They're obviously very good basketball players. A lot of people lose their hair. I wouldn't heckle them. I mean, the MSG was chanting Trey is balding, which was kind of funny. But, man, it's just fun with it. I just think it's a bad haircut. By the way, I don't know if this is true. I've seen this on two. I've seen this on two uh, two websites now. Did, did Trey Young get a fat deal with Rogaine? Or is this a fucking Onion article? I have no idea, but I mean, I hope he did. That'd be, that'd be pretty sweet. This has got to be like an Onion article, right? I don't know. Did I mean, look, if Rogaine called and I had very little hair and offered me a fat deal, I'm taking the fat deal and I'm pushing Rogaine product for days. Why is there like 70 things on the internet that say Trey Young lands a $300 million hair modeling deal? So there's got to be right, a deal. It has to be a joke. $300 million. Come on. Let's grow a game. I was like, come on, guys. It must have been an April Fool's joke. All right, Sammy. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm with you on both of those guys. I've, I've kind of done a 180 on both. Um, I'm a little more... I'm a little more bearish than you on both of them. I, I I like both of them a lot more than I did before the playoffs, but I think both of them, I see some bad habits. I think they both can fix them. So let's just see how the rest of her career plays out. But I do like both. A lot of people have bad habits. So yeah. But like, if you told me like you put those like three guys, these three guys in a uh, box and tell me to choose one Zion, 
Trey or Ja, I'm still taking Zion. Yeah, this is why sometimes I hate when people do this because it's like, yes, if you're gonna put in LeBron, Paul George, and yeah, yeah, you like no, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, I can like Paul George, but know that LeBron's better. Yeah, like Zion, Luca, Durant, LeBron, Curry. That's like that's like tier by themselves for their generation, right? Each of their classes, and then you have like two or three guys that have a chance. And I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Ja and Trey are those two or three guys that have a shot, right? Like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Aiton's great. He was the number one pick in that draft, but he doesn't have a shot to be like, no, that was the wrong, ended up being the wrong pick. I mean, Phoenix probably should win with Luca or even Trey. Trey's better, better than Aiton. Yeah, that's what I mean. Perfect. Um, Last thing, um, the Timberwolves and Sonics. Oh, Timberwolves and Sonics, sorry. The Timberwolves are sold out, so our greed is. There's a lot of hoopla. I'm going to let you kind of build this one up. Okay, so technically this is our Seattle portion of the podcast today outside of my little little, uh, moose, right? That's a one. There's no plural. Your story about meese? (laughs) My double moose story, uh, moose on the loose. We have a little bit of an A-Rod, Timberwolves, Seattle Supersonics topic. Um, We rarely get Sonics topics, George, especially here during the NBA playoffs because there is no Sonics. And um, it looks like Alex Rodriguez was part of a group that he would become a majority owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, And the deal is done, but now it looks like he bought it from Glenn Taylor, right? Um, But it looks like a minority owner that owns 17%. So I think they, I read online, it was like a minority, but significant minority owner, right? 17% yeah. is a pretty big amount of a billion dollars. It's not like when Jay-Z owned 0.1% yeah. of the uh, nets. We're talking about a billion dollar transaction here. Right? I think they sold for 1.1 billion, right? Something yeah. like that. Um, he owns 17% and he's trying to file, file a lawsuit. I'm not understanding if it's against Glenn Taylor or against A-Rod and his group, but I think it's against Glenn Taylor, the previous majority owner, because the deal he signed off did not include like a provision of them having to keep the team in Minnesota. Right now it sounds a lot like the situation we had in Seattle where we had Howard Schultz, uh, former, you know, former CEO of Starbucks, the original owner. Yep. I don't think he's a CEO anymore. I think he just, he retired. stepped down. Yeah. yeah. Right. But the, the founder of Starbucks, um, he sold the Sonics to Clay Bennett for 350 million idiot, stupid investment. I mean, he'd be a $2 billion team now. Kept it for like know, I'm five so more glad years. he lost money on that. You know what? They, they'd sell for $2 billion right now in Seattle's market. Oh, easily. Yeah. He, and if he waited like five more years even. So oh, I'm yeah. glad he lost a lot of money. But he sold it to Clay Bennett with like a promise attempt of keeping the team. And Clay Bennett, who's from Oklahoma City, obviously moved him. So the reason I bring up the Sonics is there's two big things that are happening in sports right now. The NBA losing, what was it? three two billion billion last year in revenue. Mm-hmm. From a lot fan, of money. bad ratings, the break that they had, everything. Um, and then on top of that, you had now they're talking about expansion. Seattle and Vegas, Seattle and KC, um, Vegas and KC, whatever it is. Um, and then obviously with this new problem in this Minnesota Timberwolves deal, it makes you think maybe somebody like A-Rod who knows the Seattle market probably knows how hot it is. Could be considering, hey, if I can snag this team, like I could move them to Seattle. And like, no offense to Minnesota, it's actually a great sports market. Obviously, it has a lot of sporting teams, but 
I mean, if you if you were a Rod, would you keep the team in Minnesota or move them to Seattle or Vegas? My issue here is I'm a little. I mean, we've seen a Rod screw over the city of Seattle once already by leaving us. So there's only two theories here, right? Could he make amends and come back and be like, "All right, man, we're bringing we're bringing it back to Seattle. I'm sorry." Sorry for ever leaving. I don't really care if he's sorry or not, to be honest with you. <laughs> but like, you know, he brings, you know, tries to make amends, like and kind of, you know, shows good faith, makes a good business move and moves it to Seattle. Cool. Or is he just say, hey, I'm Alex fucking Rodriguez. You know, it'd be cool to own a baseball team in Las Vegas. Basketball team. That's sorry, a basketball team in Las Vegas. There might be a baseball team there too with the Oakland. I know. So which one is it, right? Would he want to yeah. make amends with Seattle or does he want to be like, because when you see the name A-Rod, couldn't you see A-Rod, the owner of the Las Vegas, I don't know what they'd be called, the Renegades, whatever you want to call them? It could stay the Wolves. I mean, the Raiders stayed the Raiders. Yeah, I know. I'm just. Um, I think you'd pick Seattle. For... My, my hard thing with Vegas, I'm going to be honest with you, with Vegas and I, you know, I love Vegas. I'm a big Vegas guy. And I think moving the Raiders to Vegas is a genius idea. The hard thing with sports like baseball and basketball, mm-hmm. there's a lot of hometown baseball more, but like it's not eight games a year where everyone's going to travel true. there. I mean, like but it's working for hockey. Yeah, that's true. You know, maybe ba- basketball would probably work. It's baseball is the one that I'd probably feel like if the team's not great. It might be hard to fill a stadium for. I mean, every mar- every market, though, right? Every market's yeah. hard if baseball if the team's so, not great. But to be honest, I think A Rod would probably probably pick Vegas. That's what I think too. And uh, and you think Seattle hates A Rod already? <laughs> but remember, all this has to go through league approval. There is a certain point that if you did move the team, the league could like veto it and say like it's got to be Seattle. True. So who knows? But. Most likely, it's going to stay in Minnesota. And I think what the most likely option here for the Sonics is that the expansion is coming within the next two to five years, maybe sooner. The talks about Yeah, that's what I think. I think Seattle gets two uh, expansion teams. Vegas gets an expansion team. And they move the New Orleans Pelicans to the east. Yeah. Oh, like in the the conferences. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you have to. Right now, it's uneven, right? 16 in the... No, there's 16... it's, it's even right now. You'd have to, even, yeah, you'd have to even it out. Or they want Sixteenth, yeah, yeah. You throw New Orleans yeah. over there now, do you which think- is on the east, by the way. Like if you look yeah. at the map of the United States, like fucking New Orleans is like all it's like border nearly bordering Florida. It's like two states away. Yeah, from you Florida. might as well put like I don't know. I mean, like it, it is weird that they were in the East Coast. There's a or in the Eastern Conference. There's some other. I mean, in Memphis, by the way, was the other one. Oh yeah, they're in the West too. They're even more east, I think, than they are. New but they, that was because they were Vancouver. That one's kind of yeah. more complicated. But you'd have to pick one of those and throw them on the, throw them in the east. Yeah. Um, my, my, my hard thing here is: Are we a hundred percent sure about Seattle? A lot, some people are very confident that if there's two expansion teams, it's not even a question, right? But we know Vegas is making a strong push to be one of those hundred percent certain. But mm. it's not; those aren't the only two cities that are looking at teams like Kansas City's a market that's trying to get a basketball team back true i know i know that i just i'm certain for seattle if there's an expansion team there's too much money too much tech and it'll be just the nba wants to get it done and they know the fan base in seattle and i'm i mean like right. we're seattle guys obviously but 
I know the Mariners fan base. I would not, I'm not going to vouch for it very hard because uh, it's, I mean, I love the Mariners. You love the Mariners. We have some friends that do, but the majority of people we know probably couldn't name a guy on the Mariners. A lot of people we know, but there's everyone knows Russell Wilson knows the Seahawks, but there's a good fan base in Seattle when a team's Absolutely. doing all right. You, the season tickets sold out right away for the Kraken. The Sounders are even bumping, you know, like Kraken uh, start next season, right? Yeah, in October, I think, or whenever. That's pretty exciting. Uh, I'm gonna try to follow them as much as I can. Yeah, as much hockey as I can get into. But yeah, that's where Seattle's gonna get their team. Um, I don't think it's gonna be the Timberwolves. I just think it'd be funny if A Rod brought a team to Seattle. Like the, I agree, the regifting of like joy would be so interesting. But at the end of the day, George. I think we're guaranteed one of those expansion spots. And I think it's gonna be great for the city of Seattle. My, my biggest question too, to you is like, do you think it's Vegas for sure? The second one? No, no, I don't think there's a for sure. Second. What do you mean? Like you, there's going to be a second expansion. If they expand. Yeah. 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 But I just don't know. Like, I okay. think Seattle's a shoe in and then there'll be like the, like you said, Kansas city, there will be the um, Louisville, the Las Vegas, Louisville. There will be competition for the second. Yeah, I wonder what the options are. Like that, people. I'll, I'll read you like what some people write down if you're interested, because there's another one sure. that we missed. I think this is actually kind of cool. Um, let's see. We have the list being Seattle, Washington, number one. That's that makes sense. Louisville, Kentucky, Las Vegas, St. Louis. Okay, St. Louis would be kind of cool. I like St. Louis, underrated city. Yeah, uh, Montreal, Quebec. If they want to get back into a Canada now that would be Canada. dope. Mexico City. Oh my god, if there's a Mexico City team, I'm going every year for a game. And then these are actually more realistic ones here. That the Mexico's gonna be sick, but um Virginia Beach, um Tampa. And Tampa's currently hosting the Raptors. So yeah. Um and then the last two that I think, and there's one that I think it's gonna be very high consideration, Kansas City, and then there's another city. Vancouver again? No, there's another city that like didn't even consider it, but I bet you it's going to be the strongest one in competition with Vegas. It's been booming lately. People are like, oh my God, this city's so cool. Austin, Texas? Close. Close kind of to a booming city type of thing. All right, tell me what it is. Nashville, Tennessee. Oh yeah, duh, Nashville. But it's kind of like I feel like Memphis and Nashville is like the ten. This should be the Tennessee Grizzlies. They're very far from each other. I know. Like I'm pretty sure they're like five hours away. I think I looked this up a while back. And like very different type of cities. There's three hour drives. It's like from here okay. to Portland. From here to Portland. All right. Well, yeah. No, I think Seattle. I'm going to Seattle and Vegas though. I like those moves. All right, man. Well, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, well, Sam, you got anything to add? I'll be hopping on a plane to, to see you in Scottsdale in about uh, three hours. So, as you Perfect. said, um, that's it for the podcast because I got a plane to catch to be in Arizona. And I just want everyone to know they can catch us at the sports on tap.com, at pod that on all platforms um, to find our podcast page, at the sports on tap for all our sports pages. And you know what, George? What's up, man? Rate and review this pod. Tell a friend, and I hope you all enjoyed. Thank you. And Sammy, bring your sunscreen and your swim shorts. I will. This is the Sports on Tap. The Internet's pub. Peace.